you with over 5,000 watts of terrifying friendship and reaching all the spooky areas of Equestria. From Ghastly Gorge to the Everfree Forest, you are listening to the Nightmare Night Extravaganza on Cantalot Radio on blogtalkradio.com. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to work on that scary laugh. <clears throat> okay, we're good. We're good? Awesome. It's me, it's me, it's the good old MC, Mike Check. Or I guess you could call me Dead Air today, because because it's the, the night before Nightmare Night. And it's Wednesday, October 30th, 2013. I hope you're having a ghastly week so far. I know I am. And I am excited because it is almost Nightmare Night, the one night where ponies all over Equestria get the greatest thing of all. Free candy. Yeah, like, that'd be awesome. But of course, as always, we got to kick it over to our sponsors, for whom without, we'd probably starve. Of course, our first sponsor is DerpyHoovesNews.com, the latest news in the world of My Little Pony. Because you want to be caught up with all the news that's going on. I know I do. Mimico, producers of the My Little Pony USB flash drive series. Available right now in Princess White Sparkle, Rarity, Rainbow Dash, and pre-order for Derpy and Pinkie Pie. I'm going to assume right now that they're all available, so go and buy a whole bunch of them, because they're all worth the money. Chaotic Brony, producers of some of the finest My Little Pony jewelry available. ChaoticBrony.etsy.com They actually helped us with our Nightmare Night cosplay contest, and I thank them. And of course, TrotCon 2014, June 20th through 22nd at the Sheridan Columbus at Capitol Square. Registration is still open at trotcon.net. So anyway, I hope you guys are having a good week so far. We have actually, you know, got some rather sad news. Well, apparently we were not nominated for the 2013 Podcast Awards. Yes, I know. Apparently there were some other good podcasts out there like the Walking Dead podcast, the unofficial one Piece podcast, which always seems to get nominated for some reason. I, I don't know. So, unfortunately, we did not make the cut for this year's podcast awards. But that's okay, because, you know, we're not going to lay down and cry. We may We may lay down and cry, but you guys should not. I know some of you out there were flipping tables on Sunday, and I got to tell you, calm down. Not that big a deal. Trust us. We're, we're still on the air. We're still doing the show. This is not going to make us want to jump off a cliff and, and, and end it all. So please just relax. It's not that big a deal. We've only been doing the show for, I'd say, what, four or five months? Well, maybe six. I, I, it's kind of hard to keep track with all the awesome that's going on. But... That just is a target for next year. We will make the 2014 Podcast Awards because we are slowly growing. We're getting bigger. We're getting better. And I think come next year, we'll be nominated. So, anyway, I'm excited. Nightmare Night is tomorrow. And who doesn't love Nightmare Night? Or as the humans call it, Halloween. Every little pony gets dressed up. They put on their finest costumes. And they go around getting free candy. But I don't know, because, uh, I don't know, you see, here the problem is that uh, Mike Check here, you know, good old MC, might just be a little too old for trick-or-treating on Nightmare Night. Too old for free candy? Never. 
no, no, no. Listen to me, Pinkie Pie. You know, it's kind of creepy when you got an adult pony going around in a costume going trick-or-treat. So so maybe that's time to hang it up. Besides, uh, I could just join Rainbow Dash and uh, scare some ponies and get their candy. <laughs> I joke, of course. But I bet you're wondering, Mike Chick, how do you get so talented behind the microphone? And what is Nightmare Night? Okay, so you're probably not wondering about the first one. The second one, for those who've never seen My Little Pony or may are just getting started, in, maybe they have a question about it. Well, Nightmare Night is dedicated to the queen of the night herself, Nightmare Moon. But, you know, instead of me explaining what it is, how about we let someone a little more experienced explain it? So here we go with her explanation of Nightmare Moon and Nightmare Night, the evil enchantress for the evening, Sakura. Follow me, and very soon you'll hear the tale of Nightmare Moon. Listen close, my little dears. I'll tell you where you got your fears of Nightmare Night so dark and scary. Of Nightmare Moon, who makes you wary. Every year, we put on a disguise to save ourselves from her searching eyes. But Nightmare Moon wants just one thing. To gobble up ponies in one quick swing. <laughs> Hungry, she stores the sky. If she sees no pony, she passes by. So if she comes and all is clear, Equestria is safe another year. Oh, Miss Zakora, if we wear costumes to hide from Nightmare Moon so she won't gobble us up, how come we still need to give her some of our candy? A perfect question, my little friend. For Nightmare Moon, you must not offend. Fill up her belly with a treat or two, so she won't return to come eat you. That's why we put a small piece of our candy collection away for Nightmare Moon. Because I don't want to get gobbled up. And I don't want any of my listeners to get gobbled up. So if you think that she's not watching, I'll tell you what, she is. So heat it. Well, anyway, last week's Pony Poll, and we asked you guys for Nightmare Night, which of the main six would give out the best treats on Nightmare Night? And you guys said in a landslide, 62% of the votes, it would be Pinkie Pie. Now, I got a problem with that, just because Pinkie Pie, I don't think, would give up any of her candy. I think she'd eat it for herself. Pinkie Pie, or as I like to call, Chicken Pie. <laughs> chicken Pie, that's hilarious. So, I don't think she'd give up her candy that easily. I just, I think that'd be kind of tough to get candy away from Pinkie Pie. With 18% of the votes, you guys said Twilight Sparkle. I want to know, what is she going to give you guys? A book? Who wants a book on Halloween? I, not to be mean, I'd probably take the book and I'd throw it right back at her. I don't want a book on Halloween. I don't want to learn. I want candy. With 9% of the votes, you guys said Rainbow Dash would be the third best at giving away treats. But if she's going around scaring people, I guess those treats would be tricks. Well, treats are her at least, but not for us. They would be tricks. Scary, scary tricks. <laughs> 
So anyway, uh, this week's Pony Poll, and because, you know, uh, in a couple of uh, days, it's going to be a certain Pony's birthday. Uh, I don't know if you guys know him. He's the host of the very popular blog talk show, My Little Pony program. You know, you're kind of, kind of, you know, kind of someone out there like uh, me. You know, Mike Check, the old MC, is the birthday pony. I want to know. Pinkie Pie is planning Mike Check's birthday party. What is the most important thing when planning a birthday party? And of course, the choices are the guests, the food, the presents, or the decorations. So head over to carolinaradio.com to our next block of music and take part in this week's Pony Poll. Again, the question is, Pinkie Pie is planning my check a surprise party. What is the most important part of a surprise party? That would be the guests, the refreshments, the presents, or the dance. So head over to carolinaradio.com during our next block of music to take part in the Pony Poll and make your voices heard each week through the Pony Poll. So anyway, continuing on with the Nightmare Night Extravaganza. And for those who don't know, this week's show will feature all music themed around some of the scariest ponies in Equestria, focusing primarily on Nightmare Moon, the Changeling Queen, and maybe we'll even slip a little Princess Luna in there. She's not scary, but she is the Queen of the Night. Princess of the Night, the stupid remix by Simgratina, here on the Nightmare Night Extravaganza on Blog Talk Radio. I'm the princess of the night, so of course they run and fight. They feel threatened and unsure, so let's heighten your allure. I don't think you understand, I bring darkness to their land. But what causes them to flee must be my supremacy. Make it so they can't resist, so that we can coexist. You'll be welcome in their clique. Can coexist. You'll be welcome in there. 
I'm not in the more So buckle down and get there She's coming great in the subject She ain't leaving no choice She's gonna blow you all back With her equestrian voice So cover all of your fears And throw away all your fright The Luna Princess is back To bring the night to night
Hero, the Luna theme by Mando Pony. Before that was Nightmare Night by Glaze and Mike the Microphone, the Changeling Queen's theme by Nightmare Liar, and Sim Gratina with Princess of the Night, the Stupid Remix. Not stupid in the sense that it was dumb, but stupid in the sense that it was awesome. And you are listening to Cantalot Radio's Nightmare Night Extravaganza here on blogtalkradio.com. It is Wednesday, October 30th, 2013, and I'm just going through uh, through Twitter. Now, apparently, oh my gosh, the, the Swedish voice of Spitfire followed us. Oh, oh man, criminy, Jim Jim. Oh, I, I, I can't feel my legs. I'm just so excited. We're followed by Swedish Spitfire. I mean, that is one incredible Swiss miss. I like that joke. <laughs> see, see, I was making up Pegasus Live a few weeks ago. I was, I tweeted, well, be careful now. You don't want to start the show angry, Emily, because you don't want the show to be sweet and sour. Oh, I love making... I love making jokes. Well, anyway, joking aside, it's now time to dive into the world of My Little Pony news and information with the News Stable. Bringing you the latest news in the My Little Pony community, it's the News Stable. And now, here's Mike Check. 
This is the news table for Wednesday, October 30th, 2013. And as always, it's me, it's me, it's the good old MC, Mike Check, bringing you the latest news from the world of My Little Pony and the Brody community. That's a lot of news, my friends. Well, maybe not this week, just because it's kind of it's been kind of a slow week for new community. So we got we got a few updates to tell you guys about. So let's go ahead and dive right into it. Do you like playing Team Fortress 2? Do you like playing and watching My Little Pony? Do you wish you could ever bring the two together? Who hasn't? Unfortunately, some of us don't have the skill to make one of them awesome Gary's Mod videos. Those are actually pretty awesome. Before I read this article, can I just say that those videos are incredible? A hat off to those who are what, who, who make those and take the time to make that. Well, apparently, a new Halloween hat introduced in today's Scream Fortress 2013 update for Team Fortress 2 has caught the attention of both Pony fans and Team Fortress players alike. The Magical Mercenary, created by Team Fortress 2 modelers, the Birdsman, and Fudgy Wudgy is a pink unicorn wig that bears a resistance for Pinkie Pie. Wearing the hat will also give your character the chance to say some half-specific voice lines, which you can find later on on YouTube channel user Omega Supreme 101 Reception of the controversial digital headwear has been mixed, with Pony fans happy to see a reference to their favorite show, and enraged Team Fortress 2 fans decrying the death of the game's art style and what they view as pandering to bronies by Valve. The hat is currently a Halloween event or during a full moon. The hat can currently be bought from the official Team Fortress 2 Steam store for $2.49. So in the immortal words of the heavy, I am very happy. Oh, oh, that slaps me on the knee. But these guys, it's kind of weird. These guys are kind of getting a little upset about a pony. Now, not, not, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, we've we all seen the Meet the Pyro video. That's kind of screwed up. So, so, so how is that? How is this any different from that? So, it's a hat. You don't have to buy it. You don't have to wear it. Just. Keep your comments to yourself. Don't don't ruin this for the bronies that play Team Fortress 2. I used to play it, but I killed, and people were saying mean things about me playing it, and it hurt my feelings. Aww. But uh, I think it's pretty cool. The uh, Team Fortress 2 and the My Little Pony coming together, two great tastes that taste great together. Hey, you got your Team Fortress 2 and my My Little Pony. Hey, you got your My Little Pony and my Team Fortress too. Points in. So anyway, moving on to our next story. Apparently, air dates for the first three season four episodes have been posted. Uh, for November 23rd, they have a 10 a.m. starting date on the hub for episodes 401 and 402. And the week following, which would be November 30th, we have episode 403 airing on 10.30 a.m. Eastern assume that the new episode will air at 10.30 because they plan on airing a encore of episodes 401 and 402 at 9.30 the following Saturday. So that would make sense that there'd be a new episode at 10.30 on the hub. Now, does this mean that this would be the this would be the slate for the episodes? They'll air an episode that are uh, 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 I'm trying to try to air the following week's new episode at 10 a.m. and then a new episode at 10.30 and then repeat the process throughout the season. 
I think it makes sense because if you if you miss the episodes like I have to, unfortunately, because of work, it gives you a chance to watch the episode you missed and then watch an all-new one. And who doesn't like that? I know I like it. It's superific. But I'm excited. I've said it before. I'll say it again for November 23rd, 10 a.m. on DaHub. DaHub. And it seems like it's going to kick off a brand new storyline, brand new adventures with the main six and everyone that makes ponies awesome. Well, anyway, what started as a joke has become an incredible charity event and a convention coming up next weekend in the heart of Texas. Brody Geek Culture Conventions are known for their endless supply of spaghetti and pasta sauces, so what better place to collect it for a good cause? What started as a joke has now become a completely legit event backed by the organizers of Nightmare Nights happening on the 8th through 11th of November. Do you know how cheap spaghetti and other pasta products are? I think the last time I was at a grocery store, and that wasn't even the low-quality stuff. So according to a recent post on Equestria Daily, Nightmare Nights Dallas is pleased to announce a second charity event benefiting the North Texas Food Bank. Utilizing the Food Bank's online virtual food drive system, people all over the world can donate cash towards meals for hungry families all across North Texas. You can check out the virtual food drive at vad.aidmatrix or Twitter page. It allows people to direct what is purchased with their funds. Each item selected is for a full case of said item, so a little money goes a long way to help alleviate hunger. The online food drive lasts until November 10th, and 100% of the money donated will go directly to the North Texas Food Bank. Nightmare Nights will also have donation boxes for the food bank on site for people who want to donate what they'd like. Spaghetti and canned sauce is fine, but not This is in addition, of course, to the primary, to primary charity, St. Jude Children's Medical Research Center, which will be the beneficiary of net funds after expenses. Nightmare Nights is just over a week away at this point, but you can still purchase tickets online if you haven't by going to the site nightmarenightsdallas.eventzilla.net. Now, i got to tip my hat to the guys doing Nightmare Nights. Uh, if you have a Deville podcast, this is their first endeavor into a convention, and i got to tip my hat to these wonderful pony folk who are now taking it upon themselves to turn a joke made on the 4chan's with the invisible cheeseburger and the pedo bear, and now making a charity out of it. So, in the immortal words of Ron Burgundy, well, that escalated quickly. You guys for turning a joke on an internet that makes fun of us into a way to raise money for people who need food at a crucial time of the year. With a Thanksgiving holiday upon us, it's important to start raising food and funds for those who are less fortunate than us. So if you can, donate to these guys because it's a good cause. And you can, of course, we'll post a link to it on our Twitter page so you can help out. This amount goes a long way because no one deserves to starve on Thanksgiving or during the winter season. So if you can, give till it hurts and then give some more. But not just because my chick told you, because it's the right thing to do and it's the brony thing to do. Well, unfortunately, folks, that's going to do it for this installment of The New Stable. This has been The New Stable. Tune in next week for the latest news in the My Little Pony community. Back to you, Mike Chuck. Thank you, Mysterious Announcer. Yeah, so I might go get that hat for Team Fortress 2. I may just start doing that game again. Well, anyway, moving right along. 17 for you, DSI. Luna makes a party because 
Who would know better to make a party on Nightmare Night than And when we come back, we're going to read a wonderful poem about Princess Luna in the Verona Tree Corner. You're listening to the Nightmare Night Extravaganza 2013 here on Blog Talk Radio. Luna makes a party.
Question, is there any way to fix people that can we fix it with duct tape? It's got to roll around here somewhere. Oh, here we go. Okay, okay. Okay, Luna. Apparently it's got a broken heart, so i got a roll of duct tape here. Let's uh, see if we can get to work on it. What? Oh, senior it is? Why tell me that? Man, i got to go with duct tape. Apparently figurative, not, 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 not okay. Well, anyway, beautifully abstract with, with Luna. A Thousand Years by The Dash Dub with Luna's Night. 1704 UDSI with Luna Makes a Party. Luna Makes a Party. Who's making a party? Luna Makes a Party. Those are not real lyrics, but they're mine. Anyway, this is Carolot Radio's Nightmare Night Extravaganza, and it's me, it's me, it's the good old MC Mike Check, a.k.a. Dead Air. That's spooky sounding. Dead Air, that's one of the scariest things you can have as a radio personality, just terror in the hearts of men. Dead Air. <laughs> exactly. Well, it's now time for Mike Check's Bronetry Corner, where we read a fantastic poem about My Little Pony each week. This week's poem comes by, uh, I can't even believe I'm saying this. Well, no, I don't have to. And this week's poem comes to us from 
Princess Luna by Jesse Noblock. Princess Luna may enter your dreams to enlighten your nightmare and end all the screams. But who can wake her up at night when our nightmares are too much to bear? Maybe our dreams just might give her a fright. Even our worst fears may be too much for her to take. Our phobias could become her own if given the chance. Lots of our visions don't make your imagination comes to an end. Thank Princess Luna for taking the stance, for it is her whose psyche must now bend. Now there she lay, tucked in bed all warm, ready to rest in her blissful lair, and our fears manifest in a full-fledged storm. Princess Luna may enter your dream to enlighten your nightmare, but can she be helped when her tears start to stream? Princess Luna gets enough credit. I mean, sure, Celestia brightens the day and, and all that, but Luna's the one that protects us from having bad nightmares. And there's a lot of stuff to have nightmares about, kids. Uh, drowning, I think some, some I think, uh, I don't know, I don't know if that Freddy Krueger has a pony counterpart. That'd be kind of weird, though. Freddy Krueger as a pony. Now someone's got to draw that. Princess Luna, you know, makes sure that we have nightmares. But you never know what happens when she has the nightmares. Do our nightmares become her burden? That's quite a, quite a catch-22 there. Jesse Noblock, Princess Luna, here in the Brunetry Corner. And if you've got a poem you want featured next week on Canterlot Radio's Brunetry Corner, send it to us at canterlotradio at gmail.com. And we might feature it next week on the program. Some block of music here on Canterlot Radio. We are joined by two incredible guests, M.A. Larson and G.M. Barrow, who will announce the winners of the Canterlot Radio Nightmare Night Cosplay Contest. But for now, Wooden Toaster with Rainbow Factory here on the Nightmare Night Extravaganza. Get to know it, baby. 
here on the Canterlot Radio Nightmare Night Extravaganza here on blogtalkradio.com. It's me, it's me, it's the good old MC, my chick, and it's now time for the moment that we've all been waiting for. That's right, you guys tune in, you want to hear it, we're going to give it to you, the results of the Canterlot Radio Nightmare Night Cosplay Contest. Now, first off, before I introduce our guest judges, i got to tell you guys, these costumes blew my mind. They were so well done that I could not take the burden of picking the winners because that would be, you know, with great power comes great responsibility and I don't do well to pressure. So anyway, I had to find two crackerjack judges that, you know, would just be unbiased who were very knowledgeable about my little pony and I found I think two of the coolest people in the industry that, you know, without them, there might not even be an industry. Well, there would be, but we wouldn't get some of the cool things that come out of it. Uh, joining me right now. No, 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 there, there wouldn't be an industry. No. Yes, yes. Uh, okay, okay, because well, I, I can't argue with him. He, he did write for the shows. Well, anyway, the first person joining us, I think, one heck of a writer. He works on this series itself. He's written for several very popular episodes, including Ponyville Confidential, The Magical Mystery Cure, and Luna Eclipse. And because if I don't say it, he might leave. Without him, there probably wouldn't be a nightmare night. My Little Pony, <laughs> Frenchman's Magic Rider, M.A. Larson. Larson, how hey are you guys. doing today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I, 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 am, I am over the moon. I am so excited that you, of course, would join us for this little contest. It was our first ever contest, and we are so excited to have you joining us to be one of our guest judges. But now i got to really sell the second judge, because, you know, how do I follow, how do I follow oh, the guy you. who writes for My Little Pony? Which, by the way, My Little Pony, Season 4, Saturday, November 23rd at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on The Hub. Cheap pop. <laughs> Cheap plug. Anyway, joining us for our second judge... 
her stories have actually been published. And I think one of her most popular ones is, of course, Twilight Sparkle and the Crystal Heart Spell. And she just got done writing the narrative for Equestria Girl. So if you didn't get enough of the movie, you can now have it in convenient <laughs> book form, the wonderful G.M. Barrow. Ms. Barrow, how are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm fine. Now, first off, I want to thank both of you guys for taking time out of your incredibly busy schedule. I know, Larson, you just got back from a convention in Paris, France. Yes, and, indeed. you know, that first off, that's that's cool. So you you were you were ankle deep in the Pony Revolution. I was, yeah, exactly. Yes, it was <laughs> the a, Pony Revolution. Yeah. So I'm in the zone for this contest. Yes, and of course, you know, having the guy who helped write for Luna Eclipse, again, without you, there'd probably be no Nightmare Night. So there would be no reason to have a Nightmare Night extravaganza. Therefore, no Nightmare Night cosplay contest. There you go. There and you of go. of course, Miss Barrow, you've written several very popular books based around the new series. And of course, my personal favorites, Twilight Sparkle and the Crystal Heart Spell. A, a, a very nice narrative, you know, because who could not get enough of the season three opener? I mean, the the pink Fluttershy unzipping to be Pinkie Pie, uh, Shining Armor throwing Cadence, and Andrew Francis is going <laughs> to kill me, and the, and the surprise twist that Spike saves the Crystal Empire. Well, it's actually a different story well, than that. Then there, that's more, even more reason to go pick this book up. But, yeah, I mean, the opener was fantastic. The Crystal Empire is great. It's all good. Check it out. Woo! <laughs> but anyway... We got so many great entries, and I, I even know that you guys had a hard time picking a winner. And I just I want to thank you guys again for doing this for us because I saw these cosplays. I could not even pick a winner myself because because I, I like one, but this other one had some really nice fabric, but this one had some cool character, and it just it, it, it made my brain sad because I couldn't pick. So I had to get again two professionals. Who, who have who have made a living and a career working in My Little Pony. So you two were the obvious choices. <laughs> <laughs> well, it took us several rounds to come to a consensus because uh, there's there's probably yeah, seven, there eight. A lot of arguing, you know. Yeah, oh, heated it, arguments. A long time. Hopefully, we're actually, hopefully no, we're, actually no. um, we're not friends anymore. This no. is the last time we're going to talk. Yeah. No! <laughs> <laughs> No. There's like seven, eight, nine first place candidates gosh, among yeah, this group. Gosh, there are some solid, solid costumes. Oh, yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel horrible. I just, nah, man, oh, I'm glad I didn't get Andrea Libin and Tara Strong to judge this thing. <laughs> that would have been a disaster in the making. Well, anyway, I think we've, uh, I think we've uh, made with the, the casual formalities long enough. Let's get into this. Our first up for third prize, and remember, the third prize winner will get. Either the Funko Pop DJ Pwn 3 or Derby Who's vinyl figure when it hits shelves November 15th. We will pre order it for you and have it sent to your door when it hits shelves on Amazon. So, uh, guys, who is third place in our Canterlot Radio Nightmare Night cosplay contest? Go, Mitch. Say it. We picked for third place the Apple Family. Okay, now. That's actually a very good group because this isn't just one person. This is a whole group of people who dressed up as all the members of the Apple family. You've got Granny Smith, Big Macintosh, Applejack, Apple Bloom. So why did this group deserve third place? Oh, well, look at them. They just they embody <laughs> the characters so well. Look at them. I mean, 
Apple Bloom is so cute. Look at her bow. Yeah, they played they played the trump card by putting her in there. Yeah, and and Granny Smith. That's not a cosplay you see very often. I really like that. And they just they're all the right ages, which shouldn't really matter. But I don't know. It just is the perfect picture of the Apple family. I, I, I think it. it's very well done. And yeah. Now the only problem is how are they going to split up this vinyl scratch and or derpy figurine? I I, I think I, I don't know. If you, if you get to Granny Smith, you know. And they fight her, they might end up, you know, breaking some bones, or, or Big Macintosh and Applejack might end up in a uh, bucking competition for this. Who knows? They, well, they, they, knew, they knew what they were getting into when they chose yes, this. They knew. Oh, they knew. They knew. You know, you know in, in, in the immortal words of Super Chicken, you knew the job was dangerous when you took it. <laughs> That's right. So anyway. They knew, they, they knew, they knew this could have happened. Yeah, yes. So anyway, congratulations to Ikara Ayumi and the Ayumi family you guys are our third place winners, and you guys have earned that prestigious title of fighting over the little figurine. So uh, that will be a family matter for another day. <laughs> so anyway, second prize, and I think this one could be the best of the bunch. Second prize gets a signed copy of the My Little Pony Elements of Harmony Friendship is Magic official guidebook signed by author Brandon T. Snyder. Who doesn't want to learn more about the My Little Pony show? And this book is the perfect accompanying partner to learning everything about seasons one through three. You've got concept drawings. You've got lyrics to your favorite songs. You've got descriptions of the episodes, including the letters to Celestia. So this would be the perfect companion for watching the series. And this makes a handsome cosplay prop because it looks just like the book that we see at the first episode of My Little Pony. So anyway, guys, well, since Larson said the third place, Miss Barrow, why don't you tell us who won second place? All right. For second place, we chose the Princess Celestia by Foa Cosplay. Okay. Now, this was actually a very nicely done cosplay, but uh, what made it stick out to you? Um, well, I personally was very drawn to her wings. They look like they're homemade, made out of paper or something. I, I can't really tell, but it looks incredible. And just all the details and the colors and everything. She just she just looks like Celestia. So pretty. Yeah, exactly the same thing. Like the wings, like each individual way, uh, feather is there, you know. Um, the hair is perfect. It's just great. She has the armbands, too, and that big jewel. It's great. Uh, all right. All right. So, Foa Cosplay, congratulations. Check your inbox so we can get in contact with you about sending you your signed copy of the My Little Pony official guidebook. So, before we announce the grand prize winner, there, there's one award that I wanted to give away, and this is actually an award I like to call Mike Check's Choice, which is sponsored by the Etsy store Captured My Soul. Now, when we posted our photos on Facebook, we, you know, we thought we'd get a few likes, a few uh, comments here, but one cosplay entry just stood head above shoulders as, you know, the fan favorite. I think this one got at least 30 likes over the course of 2 hours after we posted the photo. So captured my soul actually donated a special locket for this prize and I feel that this locket should go to Sonia Munoz, a.k.a. Octavia. Now, when you look at this cosplay, aside from just the beauty of this photo, I mean, this is someone that put a lot of time and a lot of craftsmanship into this costume. It's not the flashiest. It's not the brightest. 
but the attention to detail is amazing. And I think, you know, you've got, you got the violin, you've got the, the formal jacket, the black skirt. I think they did a very good job on bringing Octavia to life. Absolutely. No mm-hmm. question. So Sonia will be getting a special Octavia locket courtesy of Captured My Soul. And for those of you who want to check out more of Jen's work, check out CapturedMySoul.etsy.com. And now, it's time for the moment we've all been waiting for. I could do the SpongeBob. Yeah, but I'll, I'll get short of breath and fall over after that. It's now time to announce the grand prize winner in our Nightmare Night cosplay contest. Now, this winner will receive a customized Chaotic Brony Nightmare Moon necklace which has a special engraving on the back of their choice. They can have anything engraved on it. If they want to say, you're kidding, you're kidding, right? Or the fun has been doubled. Whatever you want engraved, Chaotic Brony will engrave it on the back. It's a very nice necklace, custom made, and I think, simply put, it's one of the most beautiful pieces of My Little Pony jewelry you can find. So, guys, the question is that everyone wants to know, who is first place in the Canterlot Radio Nightmare Night cosplay contest? Well, I'll, I'll just say this. This first place choice was neither of our first place choices when we first started. But the more we talked and the more we went through it, this is just how our list shook out. But that's how close it was. You know, there were, like I said, there were seven or eight, I'm not even exaggerating, seven or eight possible first place choices. So... We picked, do you want to say? No, you say. You do it. Okay, we picked um, Caitlin Beards with the Coronation Twilight Sparkle. Yes, now this was a very, very <clears throat> beautiful piece. So why, why Twilight Sparkle Coronation Dress? Well, so this might be a little bit of my bias coming through, but I saw this one, and okay, so the image of... Twilight and her coronation dress haunted me for months after the, the, the spoilers were released in January. And that image just became like a joke in my mind because I saw it everywhere. And this girl managed to make that look into something really cool and sophisticated. And it washed that image out of my mind. It's really well done, head to toe. It's very well done. And even the, the crown she has on, it's very detailed. And you can tell a lot of work went into it. Yes, I will agree. You know, I, I was a little confused about the, the dress when I saw the Magical Mystery Cure, but seeing this on a human really looks very lovely. It and looks great, doesn't it? Yes, it, it looks I'm, fantastic. And I, I, mean, now I could never pull something like that off myself. And it still maintains that animation element. Like, it, it looks animated, the way she's wearing it with the wings and everything. It's, yeah. It's cool. Yes, as she's going to sing that morning in Ponyville Shimmers. <laughs> and shines and, and all that and all that stuff and yes but but of course of course I think you know out of all the costumes that there were and there were some really good ones again racking my brain on some of these awesome cosplays I think that she captured she captured the the essence of Twice Sparkle just becoming a princess very well in this dress and I and if, and if you guys say it's the bee's knees the cat's pajamas. The, uh, the the pony every pony should know, then I'm not going to argue with you. So congratulations <laughs> to Caitlin Beards, 
Princess White Sparkle, you are the grand prize winner and will be receiving a Chaotic Brony Nightmare Moon necklace with an engraving of your choice. So check your email very soon. We're going to give you all the information that you need to, to get it out to you. And again, I want to thank everyone for just taking the time to submit your photos and work on your cosplays. You guys, if I had a prize for everybody, I'd give you something. Unfortunately, I'm poor and I'm broke, and that's no joke. I, you know, I can't even give you guys a bit. So, <laughs> But you guys deserve a, a major pat on the back and a round of applause because you guys knocked it out of the park. And I encourage you guys to enter next year. We will try to get some better prizes. And who knows, maybe one of our judges from this year will enter next year. <laughs> Talking to you, Barrow. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, M.A. Larson, GM Barrow, thank you so much for taking time from your ske busy schedules to do this with us. And um, I, hopefully we can have you guys on the program to, talk, you know, to do interviews with you about working in the My Little Pony industry and, and continue the awesomeness that you guys have laid as the foundation with this cosplay contest. Very cool. Thanks well, for thanks having for having us. us. Yeah, I really appreciate Great it. Great job to everybody. It was nice really job, cool. everyone. <laughs> and when we come back from our final block of music, we're going to have a special letter to Princess Luna. You are listening to Cantalot Radio's Nightmare Night Extravaganza here on Blog Talk Radio.
King Sparta X-37 with Fighting His Magic's Queen Chrysalis theme. Before that was Nightbreeze with Banish and Sonic Kukurin Mumu with the Nightmare Night Showdown. And you're listening to the Nightmare Night Extravaganza here on Blog Talk Radio. It's Wednesday, October 30th, and it's me, the good old MC Mike Chuck, or for Halloween purposes, Dead Air. And before we wrap up our Nightmare Night Extravaganza, we got an awesome letter to Celestia, but... I'm going to throw it out the window because in honor of Nightmare Night, I've actually got a wonderful letter to Princess Luna. I mean, it's only fair that we give Princess Luna a letter. I mean, it it is Nightmare Night after all. Anyway, it comes from a pony named Mike Check, and he writes, Dear Princess Luna, Even though Nightmare Night is a time to fear the darkness, it can also be a time to have fun in it. With all the cool things we've done in celebration of your special night, we have a better understanding of your role in the world of Equestria. Sure, your past may be checkered, but it's from the fear of return to that dreaded state that makes this night the scary yet fun night that it is. Your faithful student, Mike Check. So guys, unfortunately, we are out of time for this installment of Canterlot Radio, and I want to thank you all for tuning in to make the Nightmare Night Extravaganza one incredible program. Again, I want to thank M.A. Larson and G.M. Barrow for being our special guest judges in the Nightmare Night Cosplay Contest. And I want to thank all our wonderful participants. You guys had some great costumes, and I could not be happier. So anyway, as a... So as always, be sure to like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Canterlot Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Canterlot Radio. And take part in this week's Pony Poll. Pinkie Pie is planning Mike Check's surprise party. What is the most important part of a surprise party? The guests, the decorations, the presents, or the refreshments? Head over to CanterlotRadio.com to take part in the Pony Poll and make your voice heard each week through the Pony Poll. Well, unfortunately, boys and ghouls, it's now time for us to descend back into the night. So until we see you next week, this is my check saying, wherever you go, friendship is magic, and happy night in the night. Ha 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 ha!